Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Dylan. It's great to have you here. Uh, If you haven't checked our last episode, we've been reading uh, through the book of Acts, and today we're up to Acts chapter 22. In Acts chapter 21, Paul finally made it to Jerusalem, but quickly ran into some trouble in the temple, and the crowds kind of got all angry and vicious with him. He was taken away by the commander, and at the end of that chapter, he asked for the opportunity to speak before the people. And today in Acts chapter 22, we see Paul's defense and we hear him really sharing his story of how he came to know Jesus and how he changed from Saul, uh, who we knew earlier, to Paul, the man that we know today. So let's read together. Acts 22, Paul's defense. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow believers and elders, please listen to me as I offer my defense. Now, when everyone realized he was speaking to them in their Judean Aramaic language, the crowd became all the more attentive. Then Paul said, I'm a Jewish man who was born in Tarsus, a city of Turkey. However, I grew up in this city and was properly trained in the Mosaic law and tutored by Rabbi Gamaliel, according to our ancestral customs. I've been extremely passionate in my desire to please God, just as all of you are today. I've hunted down and killed the followers of this way. I have seized them and thrown them into prison, both men and women. All of this can be verified by the high priests and the Supreme Council of Elders. For they even wrote letters to our fellow Jews of Damascus authorizing me to arrest them and bring them back to Jerusalem as prisoners to be punished. As I was on the road approaching Damascus about noon, a brilliant heavenly light suddenly appeared flashing all around me. As I fell to the ground, I heard a voice say, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I answered, who are you, my Lord? He said to me, I am Jesus, the victorious. I am the one you are persecuting. Those who were with me saw the brilliant light, but they didn't hear the voice of the one who spoke to me. So I asked, Lord, what am I to do? And the Lord said to me, get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told about all that you are destined to do. Because of the dazzling glory of the light, I couldn't see. I was left blind. So they had to lead me by the hand the rest of the way into Damascus. A Jewish man living there named Ananias came to see me. He was a godly man who lived according to the law of Moses and was highly esteemed by the Jewish community. He stood beside me and said, Saul, my brother, Saul, open your eyes and see again. At that very instant, I opened my eyes and I could see. Then he said to me, the God of our ancestors has destined you to know his plan and for you to see the Holy One and to hear his voice. For you will be his witness to every race of people and will share with them everything that you've seen and heard. So now, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, and wash away your sins as you call upon his name. Then I returned to Jerusalem, and while I was praying in the temple, I entered another realm and saw him. He said to me, hurry and depart from Jerusalem quickly, for the people here will not receive the truths you share about me. But Lord, I argued, they all know that I'm the one who went into our Jewish meetings to find those who believe in you and had them beaten and imprisoned. When the blood of your witness Stephen was shed, I stood nearby in full approval of what was happening. I even guarded the cloaks of those who stoned him to death. Then he said to me, go at once, for I am sending you to preach to the non-Jewish nations. The crowd listened attentively to Paul up to this point. But when they heard this, all at once they erupted with loud shouts saying, get rid of this man, kill him. He doesn't deserve to live. 
While the crowd was screaming and yelling, removing their outer garments and throwing handfuls of dust in the air in protest, the commander had Paul brought back into the compound. He ordered that he be whipped with a lash and interrogated to find out what he had said that so infuriated the crowd. When the soldiers stretched Paul out with ropes, he said to the captain who was standing nearby, is it legal for you to torture a Roman citizen like this without a proper trial? When the officer heard this, he immediately went to his commander and reported it saying, this man is a Roman citizen. What should we do now? The commander came to Paul and asked him, tell me the truth. Are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I am, he replied. The commander said, I had to purchase my citizenship with a great sum of money. Paul replied, I was born as a citizen. All of the soldiers who were about to whip Paul backed away because they were afraid of the consequences for tying up and holding a Roman citizen against his will. The next day, the commander ordered that the high priest and the Supreme Jewish Council be convened because he wanted to find out exactly why the Jews were accusing Paul. So they had him untied and brought out to stand before them all. Well, that's the end of chapter 22. On the next episode, we're going to see what happens as uh, Paul comes before the Supreme Council. But man, what an amazing chapter to see him retell that story. If you've been listening along through Acts, you would have heard a lot of that story. And he was a dodgy dude, but we see through this story that, you know, God called out to him and he changed and was used by God for miraculous, amazing things. But what blows me away about that isn't just what God did in the life of Paul, but the fact that Paul was prepared to stand before his own people and he knew what would probably happen. He knew that they would have a violent response, but he stood up there and he shared his story. He shared what God had done in his life. And I'm reminded that all I need to do sometimes is to share with those around me about the great things God has done in my life. What are those parts of my story where God intervened? Those stories have power and you know my life gets to be a, a witness to the great things that God has done for me. Why don't we pray together? Dear Lord, thank you that we could come together and listen today. I ask that these words that have been shared, that they would go deeply into our hearts, that we would remember as we're in conversations with friends, this story of Paul and not only his change, but that we would be encouraged to reflect on our own change in our life and the great things that you have done for us and that we would have the bravery to share those amazing stories with others so that they would be touched and come to know how much you love them. In your mighty name, amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.